I really can't believe it's already Thursday of this week. I mean, this week is flying by. I suppose that's a good thing, especially with the heat. I mean, the sooner we get through that, the better. I'm Adam Wright. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. We've got a full show today, so let's get started in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today on the show, we're going to start off with a uh, little brief homily from Father John Hollowell about three things he hears in the confessional that he wants to uh, clarify on. And then we're also going to hear from Clyde Nasser of Quo Vadis. He's going to stop by. Monsignor Morris has got a homily for us on our neighbor. And then Father Kirby, we're going to pick up where we left off the other day on worship and prayer, all followed by Father Michael Rainier talking about questions he's received from children. Today's is very humorous, in my opinion. So I'm looking forward to that. That's all ahead on the show today. But you know the drill. Before we go to any of that, let's go to Mike Roberts for a check of today's weather and our Saint of the Day. Today is the feast day of St. Bartholomew the Apostle. Born in Cana in the first century, he is referred to in Scripture only as one of the apostles when they are all listed by name. Some scholars believe he and Nathaniel may have been the same person, but others disagree with that. Nathaniel is mentioned by Jesus by name in a very positive light when he says, here is a true Israelite. There is no duplicity in him. And when Nathaniel wonders how Jesus knew him, Jesus responded by saying, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe because I saw you under the fig tree, you will see much greater things than this? And of course, he did including Jesus' ascension into heaven. Tradition holds that St. Bartholomew, along with St. Jude, helped bring Christianity to Armenia, which is why both are patron saints of the Church of Armenia. And tradition also holds that Bartholomew was martyred for having converted the king of Armenia to Christianity. It's also thought he visited India, Ethiopia, and Italy. St. Bartholomew Please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. Those of you who are old enough to remember The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson might look back fondly at those times that Don Rickles would appear out of nowhere and just crash the show. 
Well, Clyde Nasser is a lot nicer than Don Rickles, and I'm not anywhere near as funny as Johnny Carson, but in our own special way, every now and then Clyde drops by the show, and today's one of those days. Clyde, good to talk with you, my friend. Nice to talk to you. Now, you are as funny as Johnny Carson, but I am funnier looking than Don Rickles, but I'm not as funny as he is. So, Quo Vadis. Not to switch gears, but I'm going to switch gears here. Uh, Quo Vadis is the show you have here on Covenant Network. It's been a while since we've had a chat about where things are going. So where are we going in, in Quo Vadis these days? So it, it must be going okay. Um, my show is now not only on at 1.30 on Sunday, but it's also on at 8 p.m. on Thursday night. These days I'm doing a, a show on the existence of God. Now, most of our audience out there, I'm probably not convincing them of anything, a Catholic audience probably believes in the existence of God. But probably everybody in your life has come across somebody that started to doubt. And so what my show has been trying to do in the last few weeks is to give them reasons and purpose and why they would believe in God. And I've been trying to approach the atheistic side of you and also the Christian side of you and how we would answer that with those that we love that are around us. Um, I have an individual in my life today that this has started to happen, and I've, I've done study, and I thought that I would share the views and the things that I have. And I have to admit, when I was younger, I did have some uh, atheistic views when I was in my 20s and managed to overcome it in a very strange way. If you listen to one of my shows, I go through that story. What would you say is the starting point? You know, because I think we've all encountered that one person that says, well, how can you know? Like, I'm not saying there's not a God, but how can you know me? And how, Clyde, how can you know? It, well, the one thing that I would do is take them by the hand and together you make a promise. You say, we're going to seek the truth. And wherever that truth takes us, no matter how uncomfortable it makes us at the time, no matter where it goes, we're going to seek the truth and follow that path no matter where it goes. And I guarantee you, at the end of that road, God will sit there, and he will be there for you to help with those answers. That's the one thing that I can say is that take that journey, because it's going to take you in places that are going to be uncomfortable at first, but eventually you'll find your ways into the loving arms of Jesus Christ. So. I love that because what does our Lord say in the gospel? I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you say, we're going to go seek Jesus, they're probably going to say, no, I'm, I'm not in it. We're going to go seek the truth. Okay, I'm, I'm down with that. I, I'm happy to go seek the truth. All the while, you know, you've got four aces up your sleeve because who is the truth? Our Lord is the truth. God is the fullness of truth. There's no doubt. And there are certain subjects that we approach on the show, good and evil. I think that's a really important one that we look at and how an atheist looks at it. When they look at it, they cannot see a purpose through evil, and Christians can. And I think that's a really important thing. And how we feel within ourselves, what it drives ourselves. We all are purposeful human beings. We want something to come into our life that makes sense, that at the end, eternal life is there. And that's something that may not make sense in our, in our human existence, but as we allow ourselves to feel the ideas of, hunger, we get food. When we're thirsty, we get drink. When we're lonely, we want to be with somebody and love somebody. And so that idea of purpose in our lives, it has a direction, and the direction really comes down to Jesus Christ. But you're right. If we say Jesus Christ right up front, it's, not, it's probably not going to work with them. That's why we need to 
hold them by the hand and listen to what they have to say and then provide meaningful, deep art arguments against what they're starting to believe. Well, if you want to hear more from Clyde Nasser, you can always check him out on Quo Vadis here on Covenant Network, Sundays at 1.30 and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Very good. Well, Doc Severinsen's not here to send us to the break with a fantastic orchestra, but nonetheless, we are going to take a break here on Roadmap to Heaven. We will be back after this. Prayer in a Time of Waiting All-powerful and ever-living God, guard our churches, our homes, our schools, our hospitals, our factories, and all the places where we gather. Deliver us from harm and peril. Protect our land and the peoples from enemies within and without. Grant an early peace with victory founded upon justice. Instill in the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere a firm purpose to live forever in peace and goodwill toward all. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm really enjoying this week with Father Michael Rainier, Vice Rector of the Oratory of Saints Gregory and Augustine, sharing some questions that children have asked him. And I think this is a question, you know, we're, we're alternating this week between liturgical and philosophical. And this is, this is a great one because I think every kid has wondered this either directly or indirectly. Father, does Jesus love annoying people? Yeah, so this was hard for me to answer uh, because I, I, I felt it as a personal attack, right? So if someone comes <laughs> up to you and says, well, does Jesus love even annoying people? And you think, well, is this about me? <laughs> right? is this, what are you trying to tell me here? How annoying am I to you exactly? Uh, but it's, it's obviously a great question. And it's one, honestly, that adults don't get right constantly. And I, I hear, because I hear this phrase constantly come out of the mouths of adults, they will say, I'm a pretty nice person. If you're nice to me, I'll be nice to you. And I think, well, that's not the definition of niceness or kindness. <laughs> the definition of a kind and nice person is that I would be nice to you even when you are, are terrible to me. It's, it's not it's not, okay, well, I like you, so I'll be nice to you. That's, that's not it at all. That's just normal. I think our Lord talks about that. He says, look, even pagans, even terrible people are nice to people who are nice to them. But we're, we're called to, to go up far above and beyond that. So does Jesus love annoying people? Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus loves everybody. He loves the people that hate him. He died for the people that hate him. He died for you and me, even when we were still in our in our sins. And so, yes, Jesus loves annoying people, and you and I, Adam, are, are also called to this discipline of loving annoying people. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever it is that we define as annoying, that's, that is our spiritual discipline, to love them. I heard this great phrase at one point, instead of saying, well, that person's really annoying me right now, just say, that person's really sanctifying me right now because they become, <laughs> it becomes a moment where you can choose to say, well, you're annoying and, and I don't like you, so I'm not going to be kind to you. Or you can choose to say, you're annoying and I don't like this, but I'm still going to be kind to you and I'm still going to be nice to you and I'm still going to love you as our Lord loved you. And it's a great moment of sanctification. That's right. There are certain people that are saint makers. That is their vocation in life. <laughs> yeah. And they're here for you and me. And it could be me here for you. <laughs> well, well, there you have it. Does Jesus love annoying people? Short answer, yes. Father, thanks for sharing this with us today. You're welcome. Active Consecration to St. Joseph. 
O dearest St. Joseph, I consecrate myself to your honor and give myself to you, that you may always be my father, my protector, and my guide in the way of salvation. Obtain for me a greater purity of heart and fervent love of the interior life. After your example, may I do all my actions for the greater glory of God, in union with the divine heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary. O blessed St. Joseph, pray for me that I may share in the peace and joy of your holy death. Amen. It's Thursday. It's time for another Daily Dose of Encouragement. And here with us, as always, is Patty Schneier with another power prayer today. Well, these are just one to two sentences that are easy to memorize, easy to incorporate. And this next one... I did not think of. I read it. I read it in a book that I'm reading all year long, A Year with the Eucharist. It was just a little closing prayer. But boy, when I read it, it just stuck with me. Here's the prayer. Jesus, inebriate my soul with the joy of your presence and put to flight in me whatever is base and sad. Now, that may not be your vocabulary, but I just kept saying that over and over and over again. Jesus, inebriate my soul with the joy of your presence and put to flight in me whatever is base and sad. I have memorized it. Basically, what I'm saying with that one liner is there's no room today in my heart from complaining. There's no room today for bitterness, resentment, anger, or frustration. Lord, I don't want any room in my heart today for sin. No room today for false expectations or false desires. Put those all to flight. Get rid of them. Jesus, what I'm asking you to do is remove all the obstacles to you. Remove all the obstacles to joy and fill my soul with the joy of your presence. So actually, I do. I pray this prayer every day. It's part of my morning routine. When I go into adoration, I say, and I write it in my journal every day, Jesus, inebriate my soul with the joy of your presence and put to flight in me whatever is base and sad. I want to be filled with the joy of the Lord, and I bet you do too. So maybe you want to pray this prayer today. I do, and so I will pray this prayer today. Patty, thank you for sharing it with us. Act of Faith. O my God, I firmly believe that Thou art one God in three divine persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe that Thy divine Son became man and died for our sins, and that He shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe these and all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches, because thou hast revealed them who canst neither deceive nor be deceived. Amen. Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, if you are, did you know that Covenant Network offers great programming 24 hours a day on 43 stations in five states, plus streaming online? You can find our schedule, your local station, or listen online at www.ourcatholicradio.org. That's O-U-R catholicradio.org. Visit us today. And now back to this podcast. We've had a great time with you on the show today, and we're grateful for the opportunity to start the morning off with you. For those of you listening on the podcast, we're happy that you are with us at the time of day that you are. We're, we're glad you're tuning in there. And for all of our listeners, I encourage you to check out the great content we have from Covenant Network on all of our podcasts, whether it's the Daily Dose of Encouragement, Exploring Church History with Monsignor Witt, The Splendor View with Debbie Shalaprizi, 
saint of the day with Mike Roberts or the lives of the saints with Tom Shrewsbury. We've got some great content for you, some great resources at ourcatholicradio.org. And of course, you can get those podcasts wherever you like to get your podcast. It's hard to believe our hour has passed by, so let's conclude our show together in prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, once again, thanks for being with us this morning. You know, it, it was one of those days the alarm clock went off and I did not want to get out of bed, but then I thought, no, I get to spend it with you. And that gave me all the motivation I needed to get up out of bed was just to think of spending this hour with you. For Covenant Network, I'm Adam Wright. And as the Blessed Mother wants us to remind ourselves each and every day, she wants us to pray the rosary today. Have a blessed morning. We'll be with you again tomorrow.